Alright, welcome back to the podcast, uh, episode 2 today, episode 2, maybe 2, maybe 3, I'm not sure, depending on when we upload these. Today we're going to be reviewing the movie Smile, Morgan went and saw it a while ago, he's got, oh. he's, he's been itching to talk about it. Um, Quite spooky. Yeah, it was pretty spooky, it was really good. There was a lot oh, of really Pretty spooky, scares. when the fucking jump scare you were going like, Wah! Oh, I was jumping around for all of them. <laughs> jump scares get me. Where's Mor- Morgan is Where's left Morbius us? going? Morbin, come back. Is that his code name? Morbin, come back. Yep. Eagle balls to Morbius. Do you copy? I'm grabbing dumb You and Ian. Oh. We need to feed him before every episode. He's not- he's- it's impossible to feed him up to full of bullshit. I can eat. Oh, I can shit. Be a fool. Are you putting two of those in your mouth? Like, you know, you don't know that that's kid. I like do that all the time, but... Why are we judging him for it if you do it all the time? Yeah. <laughs> because we were trying to record, and it's going to be the whole time... <laughs> <laughs> Go on timeout until you're done. Here. <laughs> you just crunch those, like, yeah, yards. You just slurp them down. All right, well, sit yeah. down, because we're going to talk. <laughs> you just sped run lollipops. I've never seen that before. <laughs> He eats them uh, like is that the new world record for fastest lollipop? He eats them like gummy bears. <laughs> Alright, anyway, um, to start with, before we get into the actual uh, talking about the movie, I was researching it. Did you see what they did for marketing? No. Yeah, I didn't research it, I just wrote a so, essay on it. Well, yeah, but did you, do you guys watch any baseball? you watch any baseball? Not really. So, How the hell did you know they were there? <laughs> Spider Man senses. My Spidey senses are tingling. So, uh, what they did is, let me t- pull up a picture of it. For those listening, uh, you can't really see it, but just look up marketing for. Smoke. Welcome, Belgium. If you look at this picture, <laughs> what you see the guy in the blue? Is that a hamster? Oh my god! <laughs> what is that guy's face? Look so at no, so what they would do is they would send people to baseball games, have them stand right behind home plate, and they would just stand there smiling creepily at the cameras. And my dad was watching baseball one day. He and my mom were sitting in the living room, and he pauses the TV and yells, "Micah, come in here!" And I come in and there's just this lady here with a shirt that says smile and she's just creepily smiling at the camera and like dad was freaking out. It was really funny but apparently that was advertising for the movie. It's really good advertising. That's smart. Imagine being the person in the stadium just standing next to them like, some of this guy just kind of smiling. <laughs> well, there was the another one here. This lady. Well, it's like they send like the kiss cam but it's just a guy standing there smiling. So there's that lady in the top right oh. smiling. You see her? No. In the top right. There's nobody in the top, top left. Right. Top left. Oh, that's a Jesus. yellow shirt. Yeah. So she's just standing there smiling with a shirt that says smile. Alright, so that's that's the cool marketing for the movie. I thought that was really interesting. Uh, cool marketing. Thinking back to how I had seen that in the... Can we even say what the movie was at this point? It's, yeah, I said it was smile. It was interesting uh, marketing for the movie, which was pretty cool. Especially seeing it. I just remember getting the ads on YouTube and be like, don't care. So we're going to try to start this episode uh, starting with the beginning. We're going to try to do no spoilers here. And then about halfway through, we'll start some spoilers. Um, get into I will the put a warning later when, spoilers, when we get into spoilers. Get him! <laughs> Ooh, get him! The Lexus is getting pulled over. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Anyway, um, do you, would you like to start us off with your synopsis? What do we have first? So. We'll just kind of talk through the movie as we go along. Major um, points. On my notes, I have a fat list of notes here because I was bored at work last night. Um, the info. Oh, you, I thought you were doing it during the movie. No, both. No, I didn't want to be on my foot. There's nobody. Okay, full back when we got to the theater, um, we there's nobody there. But do you remember the guy that like came oh in? Oh my god, he, that like, was terrifying. He like he came in, he looked at us, he looked at the theater, turned around and left. <laughs> Freak is in the middle of a horror movie. This guy just stands there and he's looking at us. And he looks back at the theater. And then he goes away. I, th- I assumed he like worked there and was like, is anybody watching this movie? Oh, 
Yeah, there's like two of them. Okay. <laughs> you know they um, have cameras in there, so. They were probably checking that we weren't having making sex. It out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say more along the lines of drugs and alcohol, but sure, that too. Who trying does to watch drugs a and alcohol in a movie theater? Also, uh, half like d- during the course of the movie, this is this has nothing to do with spoilers because it's not about the movie itself. There's like a light flashing in the corner. So that was a whole movie. What? It, it kept flashing on and off lights. Remember, we would get up and try to look at it. Yeah, we the got a movie. So you guys were the only ones there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was just Lucky. us. Nobody. Yeah, continue on the light. I guess people already saw it or nobody cared. Was it talking about the light? Oh, it was flashing and it was spooky. And we got up and tried to fight it. Um, yeah, we tried to fight the ghost. I sacrificed him to the ghost. Uh, the ghost I was about to him. kick him lead. down. I can't put on my British soul. voice to be scary. He's got souls. <laughs> soul me. He's... I'll tell you what, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about again? What was it? I found a way. The Pink Panther? The power of... Pink Panther. That's his theme, right? Yeah. This is the horror movie right Or is it like... And that's Walking Pink Panther? Okay, so um, movie. So should we start with just like a? How far do you want me to get in my synopsis? How how much are you willing to read? Oh, I'm gonna probably well, just okay. Why don't we just start with the beginning? What's what's the first stuff that happened? We'll kind of talk. Right, so there's some info about the beginning of. Oh, I think I wrote an info page. It's like all I wrote is based on a short story called Laura hasn't slept. <laughs> That's my info on the What'd movie. What did you say? Based on a short story called Laura Hasn't Slept. You Laura, talked about it already, right? That's her name? Yeah. Laura Hasn't Slept? Oh, I haven't talked yeah. about that. Oh, no. well, why don't you talk about that? Since I have, I have plenty of talking I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a... Smile itself was... The director had made a short film uh, a couple years ago, back in 2020 for a film festival, called Laura Hasn't Slept, I think. Oh, um, okay. And so that's what kind of inspired Smile and inspired him to do this movie uh, because I think I haven't watched the short film I know I need to um, but I think the, the main character in the short film is the lady from the beginning of the movie the first one that comes in and talks to the therapist and then dies that's, that's spoilers well that's in the trailer it's like the right? beginning of the movie and then she spontaneously combusts yeah so it kind of carries over from the short film that he made over to this movie and making it a really big thing. It's really interesting, pretty cool. Also, I found it on Reddit, but um, somewhere. I don't remember where. I saved it on the account. We'll go watch it later. Well, no, it was an account, somebody asking about it, and there were people like, oh, I found it on the Wayback Machine. Like, oh, I downloaded it and put it on the sketchy website on the Wayback Machine. What's a Wayback Machine? Uh, it's like a machine that goes way back. Fantastic. stuff. Thanks for... So I think we should just talk about like what you th- think of the movie, spoiler-free, before we go through like a, what happens in it. So who wants like to a spoiler-free review? Yeah, Morgan. What do you think? What do you what do you like about it? And what do you not like about it? Like, mm. give your give your. I like the aspect of how you didn't know at certain times when, like, if it was the the demon or like just a normal person, like mm. when like. No spoilers. The, well, I can't say. Okay, we're we can elaborate sp- later. We can elaborate. A spoiler later. review later. Uh, I haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> yeah, what's what's smile? No, um, but yeah, I like the aspect where you you didn't know who if the demon was this person or if that's a normal person, like, and then it just like jump scare, boom, you know. Okay, so setting change for reasons. Don't ask questions. Uh, didn't happen, and you're not thinking about it. All right, and we are going. Lift off. We are. Yeah. All right. Well, where were we? Um, so we're so we really interrupted. <laughs> 
We had a little bit of a setting change. Scene change. We're back, though, in a cool new area. Definitely not homeless uh, in the woods. It's Micah's car. Definitely not Spoilers. Micah's car. Spoilers. We were leaving clues. They were supposed to figure it out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that they were Scooby-Doo in the game. Scooby-Doo coming to you. you. Gonna uh, solve that. Oh. Ass. Mm. Yes, oh, you don't need Scooby-Doo for that. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, do you want to? Do you have any more info, Wait, input were, to give? Nah, spoiler free. Uh, or do you want to wait for spoilers? Uh, I liked how unsettling the movie was as well. It was very unsettling to the point where it was unsettling. To uh, maybe even um, some would say unsettling. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. Quite Fascinating. unsettling. What do you think, Antoine? Do you think it was unsettling? I think it was perfectly settling because my stomach definitely uh, shat, shat itself. Oh, we ate some bad shit before that. Oh, okay. We had uh, Kurger Bing. It was not good. We had Kurger Bing. Bing last time too, but it was cold and we had hot sauces. This time it was warm. But it, it was so it wasn't bad. better. Never have Kurger Bing. It sucks. Um, you can't sue us, Kurger Bing, because we're not saying your name correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kurger Bing. Not Burger King. Definitely not Burger King. Kurger Bing. Yeah. You'll never know. Different who it is. things. Anyway, yeah. Um, um, so, would you like to give your review? So okay, so free? I think let me pull up my notes real. Do you fast. think or do you know, Antoine? I okay, so the as far as okay, as far as spookiness go, the jump scares were very, very good. They actually have jump scares that made you cramp your pants. Especially us. I don't know, we didn't see where did you shit your pants, Morgan? The jump scares? Yeah. Quite spooky. They were very good. They weren't just like the cheap ones. I think they were pretty good. And then also the sound design throughout the entire movie. Um, very good. The music. Some of the music. Do you remember when we went in to get your keys and the fucking music? It sounded like someone was being suffocated under a pillow. Uh-huh. Some intense shit, yeah. Music was really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also think that the character was a therapist. Good job. Okay, and so, so for some criticisms about the movie, I think that they could have done better to enhance the mystery of it. I think there was... I'll, go, I'll explain it more in the... In the spoiler section, but they basically they reveal the mechanics of the antagonist really early on. I thought it was kind of lame. Some of the spookiness at the end suffers due to CGI, which isn't really a spoiler. Yeah. It a spo- yeah. So yeah. you kind of because at the end it's sort of it, beca- it switches from horror to like Resident Evil, which is fun, but it, it kind of not as scary a- anymore. Um, also, it was cool how uh, like you never knew if it like where like if it was reality. Isn't that what you said before? No, I was, well, I was talking about the people more, but oh, also yeah, the yeah. setting. We'll definitely go into that more uh, once we start spoilers. Uh, yeah, once I take my finger out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Micah, do you want to go? Do you have any? Um, I mean, I love the soundtrack. I love that uh, really heavy violin sound. I mean, it was it was really cool soundtrack. Um, I thought the pacing was really good. They kept it up really well with, oh, like um, they. <laughs> Yeah, not to step all over your point, but yeah, there was like the spook. Uh, this was something I thought of last night. Um, the spookiness was well distributed throughout the entire movie. Yeah, and the the jump scares too weren't weren't they weren't consistent, you know? Because if you watch Kept any any horror movie with jump scares, you're like eventually you're gonna be able to tell when this jump scares are gonna happen. In this movie. Like, some of them happened immediately with no warning, and some of them you could feel the build-up to it. So it was a lot of, some, in my opinion, the best kinds of horror, which is jump-scare horrors and psychological horror. Because the whole, I mean, it was just really well done. Pacing was re- well done. Jump-scares were great. Jump-scare horrors have to be done well, though. 
And that's what this movie did. I mean, yeah. they did jump scares really, really well. So there's our uh, <laughs> spoiler-free... Uh, all right, well, I guess... Any, do you have any number readings for it? I give it an 8, eight out of 10. The, for the whole movie? Yeah, I'd say a good 8 out of 10. Yeah, 8 out of 10 would be good. So I think that's seen fair. It, go see it. If you don't care, then it's about to be ruined for you. So. If you enjoy horror, then go see it. Although you can like, leave early because the end's not... I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> it was I feel like it was definitely more fun seeing it with someone else, you know? That getting the shit scared out of me and jumping was much more fun when you could okay, hold it, Antoine it in your arms. Like, <laughs> the entire time with you, I kept looking in the corner because what we mentioned earlier about the lights flashing, I kept like looking over like, is there going to be somebody over there smiling at me? Like, it was weird. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, was that part of the movie or was there a malfunctioning light? I think the lights were just going off. Because that was fucking... Mm -hmm. it was I don't know freaking... if that happens to other people, but like, goddamn. Yeah, I mean, I have to say... Did like... that happen to you? No, it didn't happen to me. Oh. See, before I saw that movie, you know, I'd go, my, my computer's in the garage, so I'd go upstairs to my bedroom at night, and I, you know, I'd just be like, you know, walk to my bedroom. I'd oh. turn my flash, flashlight on, and now I have to check behind me every two seconds. Um, when, so, when I was like, a, it's like, reminds me of like when I was a kid, and like, I would wake up, but like, I had these blinds that were super, so even if it was broad daylight, it would be like pitch black in the room, because the blinds Lucky. were super tight. So I'd have to like book it from the bed to the door to open it to get the sweet light. <laughs> sweet light. <laughs> In the morning. You sound like a plant. Oh yeah, because I was scared shitless of the dark when I was a kid. Anyway. Starting now, there could be spoilers. But there might not <laughs> We're not be. sure. We're not entirely sure how this is going to go. So, be warned. Well, because, I mean, I feel like it's better if... Because if the, the spoiling in the beginning, I think, is still kind of spoiling. I mean, yeah. There's stuff that happens there that... It's cool to see. Well, know. okay, okay, yes. So, if you don't want spoilers, pause the podcast right now. Go away. Immediately go watch the movie, and then come back when you're done watching the movie. And you'll yeah, drop I drop you everything you're doing, go see the movie, no questions asked. Or if you don't give a shit, keep listening. Or come immense amounts of... That's true. Do that, yeah. too. Yeah. Or don't, because it's November. Okay. Anyway. Now yes. that you're back. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, why don't we start with the synopsis? And then we can give our opinions. I have wrote footnotes. And we can give our opinions of the scenes as they pass by. And well, yeah, why don't we go through like major points of the movie? So, alright. The movie opens with the main character, whose name is Rose, because that's their name, um, is coming across, like she's a kid at this coming? point, and she's coming across her dead mother, who I found out on Wikipedia apparently overdosed on drugs. Did the movie tell us that? Yes. I don't remember that at all. It showed it. It showed a bunch of pills on the ground. Oh, pills I don't remember the pills. Okay. Yeah, and so alcohol and stuff. So she, her mom overdosed. Her mom overdosed, and she found her dead mother. And so okay. I'll, so the thing I have about it is that that was like at the point I didn't know it was the main character. I first I thought it was like you know the first person that kills themselves. At first I thought it was her because it kind of looked like her. Um, and so I didn't even know it was about Rose. And they didn't. This was like the setup to like her like, background of the character, but they didn't expound on that until, like, past the halfway point of the movie, which is a little weird, so they're kind of slow in the character development, but it was there, it's just, the first half just does not give a shit about the, her past at all, of the movie. Mm -hmm. Well, and it, it's, it was a weird opening, because typically in a horror movie, you get an opening where somebody dies, and it kind of gives you a little, a uh, little pre-cum, little taste yeah, why, of the, of, of who the, like, the, who the villain is, you know, who the enemy is. And this one went into... Tom Cruise. Something that was more... <laughs> oh, Tom sure. Cruise smiling at you? I'm, I'm gonna mission all over your impossible. Ooh. <laughs> Wowza. Or, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gun all over your Maverick, but on the top. I'm gonna bartenderize you. I don't, can I call you Maurice? I feel like I want to call you Maurice. Maurice? <laughs> I don't know why. Maurice, I cannot move it and move it anymore. Maurice. My laptop. Oh, that's your laptop. Anyway. Oh, um, my laptop. Alright, yeah. So, so what happened next? What was, like, the next big plot point after that? How did 
Tom Cruise uh, right. the movie. And then, so, uh, so it shows, that's like the intro sequence. So basically the camera like pans to like see the dead mother. And I, don't, I don't think we need to know every camera movement, by the way. Well, okay, fine. But basically some cool camera action. At this moment, yeah, I kind of felt a gust of wind. I'm trying to why. explain why I liked it. The camera action was cool because it kind of like... It like it was cool, and like it like cool. phased through the door, and then like you could see like like Rose as a child about to discover her overdose mom. After this, it cuts to um, the I don't remember his name, but it's this old patient who's like sitting in a room and like constantly mumbling to himself like you know she's dead, you're dead, you're gonna die. Like cynical. The, the the demon told him he was gonna die, and he's freaking out about it. Really? It wasn't the demon. No, it wasn't. He just has like he was just crazy. schizo. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the demon. Well, yeah, it was. No, he saw the demon. No, nope. no he didn't. Because um, she's in a mental hospital where people are brought in that are uh, not mentally stable. No, but later in the movie, he sees her... Oh, that's in a dream, actually. That was... Yeah. The, the oh, dream yeah. Sequence. Okay, whatever. Where she like, starts killing him. Okay, ignore the comment where yeah. about it was the demon. It wasn't the demon, but she... After she's, like, dealing with a man and patient, she goes um, into, like, um, another room to deal with, like, to another patient, and the, then the patient is, like, hiding in, like, the corner, uh, looking all frightened and, like, jittery. And basically, um... So this was the Laura, first, the first time. One that kills like the first. She, like, she comes you'll see it in the trailer. It's the lady in the trailer. Or if you've seen the movie, you'll know. What yeah. we're talking no, about. you point, won't know if you've seen the at movie. This point, <laughs> only our high intel can give us this information. Exactly. <laughs> but basically, she's like sitting there and she's like freaking out. They sit down and then um, this was something. My first criticism that I had when I was watching the movie, um, which is basically that. We had done that earlier. Okay. There's someone outside. Uh, Laura, who is the first, this, this second patient, um, but she basically explains how, like, all the mechanics of the monster, like, in the one she's of the like, first scenes. She's like, I, I see people that, like, uh... Yeah. And then, furthermore, she freaks out and falls on the ground, and then to her perspective, a Rose is smiling at her and about to kill her, and so the demon climbs right. inside her. Now, Rose is the main character. No, but the demon, from her, from the, from Laura's perspective, Rose, like, is smiling and, like... No, though, it's, like, behind her, I think. It doesn't it was, take it over people's bodies, it, it just... It, it does, yeah, Well, it does. no, it was unclear no, it as to what was going on at with... At the end of the movie, the demon literally climbs into Rose. Okay, Rose, but it didn't, wasn't controlling Rose at that time, in point. So, well, I so, think she saw it, like, in the room with them. Well, yeah, no, she, it, <sighs> it wasn't, wasn't actually it wasn't, controlling Rose, but, but she it wasn't saw it. Ro No, she didn't see Rose. It, she was looking over, like, Rose's shoulder. But the point was that... Micah, no one cares what you're <laughs> the demon can take over people that you know and that you've seen before. Yeah, that's the thing. It's right? Like, so it could, no, no. It, so it, 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 it was unclear, but it could have been. Okay, in Rose, the party when the kid finds else. the dead cat, Ro Rose sees somebody that she knows smiling at her, like possessed by the demon. Yeah, and then she closes her eyes, and then there's nothing there. Yeah, it's not actually there, but she's like Laura I know, is hallucinating it. But Laura, uh, you're saying it like in Rose's place was that person was the demon, right? He's saying that Laura saw Rose as the demon, right? The demon took, like, like manifested like Rose as Rose's smiling. body. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, that, that's... Rose was smiling. That's kind of what I just gathered from the scene. Yeah. Okay. He's Full, saying it's not like what that. What I think... It doesn't, like, you know, stand in their place. It doesn't, like, make people disappear and stuff and, like, take their spot like in that person's okay, mind. I see what you mean. I see what so you mean. I think that, like, it was probably... 
I don't know who it was mimicking or being as, but I think it was just in the room with them. Well, was there a point at which it did take someone specific that was there with Trinity? Because there was like every time it was well, there, no, at like the girl with in the, the party, she was at the party, and then the demon was also there. So I think I don't, know, I don't think it was a specific person. No, the, the person though. at the no, party no, was the Laura, person right? that smiles is the person that lets her into the party. Was it? Yeah. No, the person that led her into the party was her sister. No, well, okay, her sister lets her in, and then I mean, she's there when when she's let in. She talks to her sister, then she talks to the person that was smiling. So either that was the demon the whole time and everyone somehow knew this person that was the demon that, that they clearly made physical contact with, or the demon is just no. making her hallucinate that she was smiling when she wasn't actually smiling. No, she but then she, re- then she looks back and then there's no one in the chair there. So I think that the demon was being someone else and then there was not actually anyone there because she saw it and then she's like, ah, and then she crashes through the, the table and then she looks up and there's nothing there. So, because the demon's completely in that person's head, whoever it's controlling. Well, then why like, would they have her talk to the person that was smiling? When? Like, straight up. When she got to the party, she, like, talked to, she talked to her. Well, it's in her head, so she... That could have been, like, it could have been the actual person, but then... So the other people are just watching her talk to nobody? <laughs> That's kind of... <laughs> no, no, that could have been the actual person, but then... So the actual person is at the party. He, they are, but the demon made itself to look like her, but she's, like, somewhere else, not in that chair. Okay, I'll accept it. Anyway, the point... <laughs> wasn't that Rose was the demon. That wasn't the point I was trying to get across. The point that I was trying to get across was that the demon was there and she fell over, freaked out, and the demon went inside her. What? No, it... It goes inside them right before they kill themselves. You see that at the end of the movie. Remember when it ripped its skin off? Yeah, but, um, you said the party, so I, I was still thinking of that scene. I'm not no, I brought up the party because I was explaining why No, I you said that. the party again. At the, right before you said oh, that. Oh, no, okay. Back to the patient scene in yeah, the beginning there you of the go. movie. <laughs> Uh, Rose, she turns around, she goes to a phone and calls for help. When she turns around and looks to where she was, she's not there. And she, she sees flower pot was broken. And then she turns, like, a more around and she's there standing behind her smiling. Laura's standing behind Rose smiling with the shard of glass. Um, and then she cuts her throat and kills herself in front of Rose. And then... That, that scene made my skin crawl. That away. was a very spooky scene. I couldn't stop thinking of, you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> she was like, I thought she was going to make a smile. My father really liked lemonade. I don't know why. <laughs> I think she should have made it a that smile. That made his mouth like water. She should have taken it and done a big smile across her face. That would have been cool. That, that would have been so much cooler. Her, painted her face green. See, when that scene first green? happened, cause, yeah, like the Joker. Joker's so. face isn't green. <laughs> <laughs> He has some, or no, he has green his hair. hair right? yeah. Green hair. Uh, and yeah. green around his eyes. Uh, anyways, um, I thought that, because I, I had no idea, like, about what the movie was going to be about, so I just... I mean, it's called Smiles. No, I, I know, but I thought she was, like, going to cut her face off, because in the, like, in the, the, what do you call them? The, uh, uh, trailers, like, it's like, oh, it wears, it wears people, it's like it wears people's face. Faces. Oh, we thought it was gonna cut off its face and get the demon. Yeah, like I thought it was gonna like take the face off for itself, so it can wear the faces of people. Speaking of right. taking faces, that was one of my favorite scenes. Is the end when the, the demon fucking rips his face off and it's got like a bunch of mouths. We'll Remember that? That was, that was cool. so cool. We'll get to that. Um, that thing was <sighs> whack looking. So cool. But basically, in this scene, when 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 it shows, it fully displays what um what the monster does uh, at this point. there's all, It's all the mechanics of the monster except for one, which is the fact that if you kill someone, it passes it on. See, it, it was that, but it also kept quite a bit hidden, which I like. What did it keep hidden? Because she, she, all she talked about was that at one point she had seen someone else die in front of her, right? The, the Laura. She and said that? Yeah, because she... Well, uh, she didn't say it. She was a kid. Someone else... No, it was the... 
the uh, teacher. Remember the teacher had killed himself with a hammer? Well, also the uncle when she was a kid. That Well, that was... I think it was. I don't think it was the demon monster, but she, she she said that she watched her uncle die when she was a kid. But whatever, it's not important. It is important. No, it's not. It is because is it? guess who else saw someone die in their past? Oh well, I mean, Rose. I don't think that was. Oh, is that what you're going for? So not yeah, what I was going maybe for. Maybe the demon Rose saw her. someone die when she was young. So she had guilt, right? And then um, troubled mind. Uh, what was it? And then Laura apparently saw someone else die. When she was a kid. And then you've got the trauma from the new death in front of them. So do you think that it's not, like, actually random people that, like, it just kills us? So all those 20 people, like, that that was the chain of it all, like, watched Like, was it specific? Was it, like, specific? Or did it just have to be someone with, like, trauma? Or just random Well, because it was, it talked about throughout the movie that the the demon has to move on through trauma. And that's why they kill themselves in front of of someone else. So that person is now traumatized from seeing that. And so the demon passes itself on through that trauma. But I think it also passes on through guilt. You have to have a guilty conscience to be able to accept it because that's part of what the demon uses right it uses that which maybe that's what laura saw maybe laura saw her uncle in that first scene right oh well because rose did see her mother throughout the movie so she well she said that she saw her uncle leading up to that point she said sometimes that's why she mentioned it she says when she sees about who she sees smiling she's like sometimes it's my uncle that i saw die in front of me when i was whatever whatever age she was so it was probably her uncle that she saw in therapist office oh because me um, because laura well because that's what killed her and so the guilt kills her. And so it's it's oh, yeah, the guilt like of somebody end, else Laura dies from her that mom. you watched die or had a hand in killing that dies, right? I'm pretty sure what killed her is that, that she cut like the lower part of her face to yes. smithereens. I don't I don't think that was guilt. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like it's theoretical guilt. Right, okay. Right, so it's the I guilt it. of the person that you killed is technically what kills you. So that person, so for uh, Rose, it was her mom because yeah. she was felt guilty about that, and so the mom is what came and eventually killed her. Okay, fair. Um, anyway, what's the, what's the next plot point? Okay, well, I think that the mystery in terms of like what the monster does, if it had focused on that, I think it could have been a, like a more captivating. You know what? Throughout the movie, you know what I think would have made it more captivating if at the end, when he's about to crawl into Rose's mouth, the the mystery machine shows up. <laughs> <laughs> the gang hops out, Whoa, and they're like, gang. or or the Ghostbusters, one of the two. Ghostbusters, the Buster more makes me feel guys. good. Um, but basically, later in the movie, when Rose quote unquote figures out what the monster does when she's like on the computer with Joel, Jeez, at that Joel. point, oh, Joel's the cop Joel's guy. The yeah, cop. right. Um, I, 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 yeah. And mustache was the dog. Is okay. Do you guys do you <laughs> yep. guys agree? Wait. <laughs> Do you guys agree with uh, her husband? Because her husband, like, just, like, straight up. Oh, her up. husband's a dick. I was like, bro, like, no. fuck. Okay. That is not how you, like, treat someone who's going through, like, mental So here's, the, no, here's the thing. Crazy. Here's the thing. First of all, they were engaged. They were not married yet. Oh, Second of all, it's understandable. <laughs> it is. Because if you're, if someone who you know has had trauma in Especially the past, major trauma in the past, and they're just sounding insane that you're not going to believe it. you're going to be like what okay. the fuck it technically makes sense but i think it wasn't the right thing and it's kind of a dick but at the same time if you think of almost any horror movie if somebody had just believed them none of this would have happened in most horror movies that's how it goes because that's part of the fear is that and part of the psychological horror of this movie and how scary it was is because nobody believed her because she's like basically this demon makes you on your own makes you seem crazy but to you it's real and that's a lot of 
That's a lot of mental illness, too. Anyway, uh, continue. All right, moving on. Moving on. So, in the next sort of sequence in the movie is when it starts to establish, like, what's going on with Roses and, like, her... She starts seeing stuff happening, like, which immediately after she, um, she gets back from work, she's, like, pouring herself a glass of wine. She sees a smile in the darkness. It's it's the smile of the per- of the person that just killed herself, Laura. That one is spooky. That one... Uh, that was spooky. Really and then there's a that. fiancé jump scare. <laughs> well, no, fiancé, huh? Her. It was Laura that jump scared, remember? Wasn't it Laura that jump scares? Not at this point. It's the fiancé, because he, like... I thought Laura jumped yeah, he, he No, because he shows, she like sees it in the darkness and she's like, what the hell? Uh, and she's her, like freaking out. And yeah, like, then her husband just, or her, her husband shows fiance up just shows up and he's just like, he's just like, yo, bitch. Are you talking about the laptop when it shows? No, uh, yeah, that's that. a later No? No, I thought there was. When she first gets home and she's like making a wine and then. She sees it in the darkness and it comes up and jump scares her. No, it doesn't. Her husband no, no, shows up there, and she drops her glass. It does she... that uh, when she's in the bed. No, not that either. Okay, well, it doesn't do it I here. I must have made up a jump scare in my head. Okay, it literally, the fiancé jump scare. I know the fiancé jump scares, but I'm trying to remember. All right, moving anyway, on. Anyway. Um, also, okay, so shor- shortly after this, the um, she, the first person that she's, uh, she's actually on the phone in her, in like her office up in there, and she sees Laura, the one who killed herself, in the street, looking up at her from the street. Uh-huh. And then she sees, um... The old guy from earlier, the guy who was manic, um, he start, he's smiling, and then he starts saying, you're going to die, you're going to die. That's later. No, that's early on. That guy is throughout the movie. I don't remember that. Oh, I remember that part, but I don't know. It's when she's remember. walking by the room, you see the in the background. Oh, smiling, yeah. She, she I stops, thought, she looks back, and right. she goes back in the room. You're right. And then, and then, and then at this point, she like calls him crazy, and they're like, he has never, you know, basically her boss gives her a week off of work, so she doesn't have to work. And then at her work, more spooky things happen, like the alarm goes off, and like the back door's open, there's like the fucking... at home? What? You said at work, though. Oh, at home, I mean. And then she's like, the, the security people call, and they're like, hello, like, what's your passcode? And are you sure you didn't close the back door? And like, look behind you. But then the phone appears back on the table. Uh, yeah, that's one of the, uh, that's what I was talking about earlier, is that's like one of my favorite parts of the movie, is how this, like, oh, it, sure it seems, yeah. yeah, it seems real, but, and then suddenly it's just like, she was just imagining it. Yeah. That's probably why you kept relating it to the last story we read. Well, the last story I think was better because it had a more... Oh, also like, she has a cat named Mustache. It had a better ending and it had a... Remember like, her pussy. The last story because, like, it wasn't, it wasn't real. She's Made a very fluffy pussy cat named um, Mustache. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> and basically a bunch of spooky scenes happened, like what I described. And then there's also... Um, table is also, she goes to the birth, the party scene we're talking about where she goes to a party. Oh. And I, I thought that was way later. No, we're, we're moving well, on in the movie here. Okay, we're well, first, early. first, so after the whole, like, security thing, her husband comes home, and then she's like, I can't find Mustache, who's the cat, right? Oh, right, the cat disappears, they can't find the cat. And she's, like, looking around in the woods, and that seems kind of creepy, because she's, like, looking out in the dark woods, and then... Um, she, yeah, she can't find There's the, some the stuff cat. with the husband. They, like, have a fight in the car, but I kind of trim that because I don't, it's not really that important. You don't care. <laughs> well, you already, we already kind of talked about that. Yeah, we already kind of talked about that. It's not super important. Husband. It's that, basically, it's, no, the car part's after the party. Oh, yeah, it's right after the party, right? Yeah. Um, and then the party happens. She goes to the party, um, and then... Oh, she had bought... Okay, so earlier on, her sister, she has a party for her kid because her, her kid's turning, like, what, seven or something? And, uh, so she's like, oh, yeah, you gotta come and, like, bring him a toy or something. So she shows up she goes and buys a toy train and what looks like a, well, like that's a why she was in the train store i'm like why the fuck are you buying a train lady i'm like oh it's for the kid <laughs> anyways um you weren't talking were you okay <laughs> and so she it looks like it's in like a shoebox kind of and um so she goes to she goes to the party she shows up right she's greeted by her sister blah 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 uh, her sister's like, oh yeah, open the present from Aunt Rose. He opens it and he's just like mortified and then it shows him like picking up the dead cat. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, when he initially bloody. when he initially opened that, he did not give a fuck. He was just staring at like, what is this? This present sucks. I want a better one. Where's my train? It's like, <laughs> it like funny if he just like started accusing her like, okay, like where's my train? But how far is how far is the other scene where she goes and talks to her sister again? It's soon. Okay, There's well, like I'll one wait thing till that happens in between. That scene. Um, oh. So basically, after the cat disappears, the cat reappears in the kid's birthday present, and the kid is traumatized. And the rose sees like uh, the, the, rose? the one where the, the attendant at, at the party that we saw earlier that she talked when she we talked about earlier when, we, when when she arrives at the party. She falls through a table, gets all messed up. Yeah, goes glass to the table. That um, point, everyone's goes, like just thinking she's completely insane. Yeah, at this point, she goes to Joel. So the police guy, so he can look up like recent police files, because this is the point when she's figuring out. That... Was that when this was? Yeah. Because I remember she goes to the hospital too. This was in between the, the in between the party scene and the sister scene. Because it was it was party. She goes to the hospital to get looked at, and then she goes away from the hospital right away. Uh, well, I think there's a scene where she's like at home looking at her arms and stuff, but like that's not very important. And then she like okay. she goes to Joel. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's when she actually pieces out what is going on, which is basically they, there's a chain of people like when you kill yourself in front of them, they are doomed to in a week kill themselves in front of another person and like so on and so forth. I just want a quick moment to thank it. Belgium for uh, listening to the first podcast. Oh, <laughs> you're the only one who has. <laughs> so far. no, there's somebody on the east coast. We're good. Well, the east coast, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. He just told I me don't Belgium. Want to that was interesting. Shout out to Belgium. Belgium. Um, <laughs> good job, Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> All of Belgium listen to our podcast. <laughs> Bel- yeah, we're, uh, Belgium loves us. We are basically the kings and queens of... Yeah, we'll be going queens. on tour. Who's, who's queen? The, ooh, I'll be the queen. Zoe's the queen of Belgium. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hail Pooch. Hail Pooch. Poochums. Um, anyway, so basically they find like what is happening, that like the suicide chains of like people, you kill someone, you kill someone in a week. Yeah, you kill yourself in front of another person in a week and pass on the curse. And then at this point, she goes with all these pictures. Actually, she even visits the the wife of the guy who bludgeoned himself to death um, to get to like to ask more questions about like what he witnessed and stuff. That she was crazy. That was weird because that old lady kicks her out so fast. And it's like, oh yeah, that was weird. I mean, it's understandable. I mean, I guess. Like, your husband is going insane, and, he and suddenly himself. this lady is coming with the same exact thing. She doesn't want to relive all that. I know. It's just the jump character was a little staggering. I wasn't expecting it. Um, yeah. And then she goes with the picture. Pictures of the bludgeon or of the of the suicides to her sister to be like, see, I'm not crazy. Look at all this stuff. They have a fight. It, this is where they actually reveal stuff about Rose's past. This is past the halfway point of the movie. Was what I was talking about how they like in the first half of the movie doesn't give a shit other than the intro scene. Yeah. And then no, it, they do. They do talk about because remember, um, uh, her fiance talks about it. How he was uh, researching her and what what happened in her past and stuff like that. Remember? What scene? Remember when they get in the car after the party? They're in the car together. He mentions her bas- in that fight. Yeah, so in the fight with her fiance, um, he was he had brought up mental illness, and he said because it runs in the family, and she was like, "Oh, how did you know about that?" And he was like, "Well, if I'm getting into a lifelong relationship with someone, I want to be able to know what I'm getting into." Oh, I actually kind of remember that. That was still oh, like halfway through. The I movie, thought though. I thought he was talking about like if I'm gonna have kids with you, I don't want them to be fucking cuckoo. That's true. That was that was the first mention of it, but the, um, that was still like halfway through the movie. Um. Anyway, the sister scene, um, they have a fight, and then she goes back in the car, and then the sister immediately comes back out, runs to the door, Oh, yeah, it was, oh, I hated that, so I was, so good. So, so she walks back to the car, right, she's sitting in the car, she's, like, crying or something, and so the camera is sitting, like, in the passenger seat, like, facing out, 
towards the house with her in the shot. And then you see the sister come out of the house, but you can't see her head. You can only see from the shoulders down because the car window was like blocking it. And she's like coming out like kind of like at a quick pace. She's walking out. Yeah, she was out. going for it. She wasn't dilly-dallying. Yeah, she was, <laughs> she, she was, she was. Like it wasn't a full sprint, but. She was speed walking. Yeah. Out there with her, with her arms crossed. And she gets up to the car. You still can't see her head. And she goes, Rose. And she looks out, and her fucking head swings down like a like a like a Miley Cyrus on a wrecking ball, and <laughs> like the <laughs> neck is like so long, <laughs> and like it like twists around everything. So the, I oh. thought this was a little like I, I wasn't expecting that to happen. That's why I just really so bad. That's but I thought so it was good. it looked kind of goofy after I watched it. Her head just going like <laughs> it was goofy, but it was it, it was the right kind of goofy. It was really good. But yeah, that that. Like I, I, I so felt the, like I felt while she was walking up. I felt I'm like that's like the demon or whatever. And when she got there, it still it oh yeah, still you, caught me you off knew guard. Something wasn't right because they left on a bad note and to immediately come out and like brush over. It's like yeah, like that's like going back to what I keep saying. Like I sound like a broken record, but I like how it's like it, in in her head. It just it plays one after another. Like the demon, like reality is just completely like set for her. Yeah, yeah. but you don't know what's you don't know what's reality because you're in her head. Okay, um, up, but, man. and then what happened, okay, it's very, the next scene, I th after this, kind of during the scene, that happens is, I think, really important to the story, because after it shows this, it cuts to uh, a s short little scene on the kid, right? right? cut, it does a long pan over. Was it a long, I thought it just goes into his room. I, remember, I think it was, it, it go, no, oh no, because it, it, all right, it, it does a cut where it shows her freaking out in the car, then it pans over to see the kid. Yeah, because the kid was watching her. I think there's going to be a sequel, and it's going to be based on the kid, because the kid has the trauma, he's been traumatized with the cat, because the the sister made a point, uh, Laura, or Rose's sister made a point of saying he's traumatized, and the whole point of the movie was that people are traumatized, and then they start seeing this. I think some part of the demon, like some small part, moved to the kid so that the kid is seeing it. And I think in the next movie, it might show that he saw his mom go out to Rose's car too, right? So he watched that whole thing happen. Well, like he has a special sight to where he can see the demon when the demon... Yeah. And so, because he's got, he's got the trauma, he's seen it all, like, he has all of these things that are supposed to be happening to somebody else. Somebody died, which but, was the cat. Wait, but doesn't, in the movie, when it pans up to him, and he's, like, looking at, he's, like, looking out the window, and he sees Rose just, like, start freaking, like, ah! Yeah, yeah. Yelling, she, so I, she, I he, that. so that, in that point, he can't see her walk. No, so the, her, Rose freaking out in the car was after she had seen her sister out in front. Right, so she sees her sister go out in front, freaks out, sister disappears, and she gets pissed off and starts yelling and screaming. And uh, so at that point, the kid was watching. I think he saw the demon go up to the car. And then the next movie is going to be, did the, did the cop die? He didn't, right? No. Rose no, at died. The, at the end, the cop got cursed. He yeah, he died. got cursed. Right. So I think it's going to be between the cop guy and the kid to figure out how to stop it. Because they both, I think they both have it now. I think I th okay, I think that it's gonna be in the future, and then the kid gets it because I, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> when I'm you like, said that, I imagine like Star Trek, Spock, don't kill yourself, Spock. No, <laughs> I was just imagining like like uh, a team fighting ghost, and it's like the cop and some little kid, and the kid's like, "Whoa, I, I can do <laughs> jujitsu, ghost." <laughs> 
We were making shy surprise jokes the entire movie. Like, just because the, the kid can see the ghost, what is he going to do? Like, if he's a child, you know, I think it's going to well, be like... that would be an interesting set, new... Set that would be a new mechanic that you'd make a new movie out of. What if he can see the demon, but it doesn't affect... So he can... So the demon doesn't know he can see it, but <gasps> he can doom see... doom slayer. Well, kind of. But like, so, <laughs> the, so the... Doom music kicks yeah. in. So the cop guy is the seeing like, the ah. demon. He's like, where's my train? <laughs> 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 so the cop guy is seeing the demon. The cop is having this whole thing happen to him. Yeah. And the kid sees the demon with him and brings it up to him. He's like, who was that? And the cop is like, what the fuck? Did you actually see that? And so they have this duo where the demon doesn't know he's being seen. So he can't pass. So in some way he can't pass the trauma on or something like that. I think would be a really cool sequel mechanic. I feel like that'd be good, but I feel like there's flaws with the kid being a child. Well, there is, but... <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so like you just hate kids. Like, like this movie is flawed because this kid is a child. This kid should be an adult. <laughs> exactly. Like I feel like it should. Okay. Anyway, what I was gonna say is that I don't know if there is gonna be a sequel, but if there was, there that would be cool. I think. I think. Cause I think there will because like kind of like it in the first movie they don't beat him, but the second movie they come well, back. Well, no, that I liked how it wasn't a turn, happy ending. Turn down <laughs> our mic a little bit. Morgan's loud as fuck. I am. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you talk, it goes to red. <laughs> right there, it's good. I liked how it wasn't like a happy ending where they beat the monster. And like, yeah, I liked how because I was I knew it probably wasn't gonna be a good ending, but I liked that it wasn't a good ending. So that yeah, that's what I is I read an article on it, and they kind of talked about how it was really good that they both set it up for a sequel if they wanted to, but they also wrapped it up really nicely so that it wasn't this happy go lucky ending. Everything's better now. It was a realistic like this shit's dark. Everything ended ending right yeah i think that yeah anyway we should probably move on from this scene where the kid watches that i think that's enough a child or the kid trauma never the movie kind of after this point the kid the movie forgets about the kid it doesn't mention it again yeah fuck the kid which would Don't be fuck a shame the kid. i mean <laughs> oh my god <laughs> not like right like a screw the, no like, like get, get rid of the kid like you um, try to save yourself. Took me a second. Could be a, the first really good sequel in I'm a while. Thirsty. Um, and then I have a big, big okay, ass water After this in my is car. the therapist scene that Morgan spoiled for us last episode. What? Yeah. Therapist scene, which I thought was kind of goofy. I didn't like how they. So basically, um, she has a weird smile. The, I don't like the her smile. Therapist visits, yeah. and they're talking about like stuff, and she's. I think like, it would have been. I think it would have been better if. Well, like, let me explain. If the everyone scene had first. the same. Let me smile. explain the scene first. They're talking, and then. Um, the, the other therapist calls, or the real therapist calls, and the, the therapist that's there in person is actually the demon, and then once she answers the phone, she realizes it's the demon. She's like, the therapist starts smiling in a weird way, stands up, walks towards her, and, like, opens her mouth and, like, drools on her. And I think, and her, when she's talking to her, it's like the demon talking directly to Rose, which I wasn't a huge fan of, and also her, like, voice is being pitched down, which makes it kind of seem a little goofy. It uh -huh. lo I lost, it lost all the spooks for me in this scene, because of all, like, when they try to, like make the demon more apparent which is kind of a theme for this movie it means when well when i think it, when it shows the demon more it loses the fear factor in my opinion well i like it because well i agree with you but also like the clothes you know she's on a timed like you know she's on a clock so like you know the sooner and sooner she gets to her death we're i gonna... think they could have done it in a better way though because like this is just the demon directly talking to her. I thought, like, if... I feel like it would be more, like, spooky and cool if the demon was more discreet, like in the movie. See, like in the short story from last week, where it was, like, leaving messages and not see, straight up talking that, to her. Yes, but also in the short story, the main character wasn't a therapist. He was, right? So yeah. the, the therapist, she has this 
knowledge of um, mental illnesses. So to her, she's having hallucinations, visual hallucinations, auditory hallucinations now. And so she's showing all of these signs of these mental illnesses that she's studied and she's practiced and that she's seen in other people. So she's now thinking more and more that she is crazy, right? And so it's affecting her more as a therapist than it would somebody else. No, but she believes in the demon. She doesn't think she's She does crazy. believe in the demon, but the fact that she's a therapist and that she deals with this crazy, intense mental illnesses definitely has an impact on the auditory things and the visual, because all of it, to, to anyone diagnosing it, and that's why she tried to self-diagnose herself, is she's seeing these things and she's hearing these things, so she's trying to diagnose it in a way that she can understand. And so it's not so much the demon, but like more of a mental illness that she thinks she's trying to deal with. Uh, that's not what the Boom, movie shows. Versus. That's kind of what you're... That means your take on the movie. But that's not... The movie doesn't really deliver that, I don't think. Well, it's, I think it does. Right? I guess, but... Then again, you thought that... It's like a possible theory explanation. Donnie Darko had a bunch of... <laughs> the movie well, it does. doesn't, like... It's, so, it's one of those where... Until the director says something specific about it, you can only guess. Because it's also a movie that's definitely deep. It's deep-rooted in... Your mom. Are you um, talking about Donnie Darko or this movie? This movie. Okay. It's deep-rooted in trauma and guilt and the responses to that. And a lot of the times, a response to that is mental illness. Well, I don't think this has to do with a specific scene where the demon's talking to her. I think it does, because what I'm saying is that it... I agree that it was a little goofy that, she, that the demon was speaking to her in such a low-pitched tone... But I think that also had a lot of meaning behind that because that could have been like there's multiple ways you can look at it. Like she's either been actually mentally ill and that's how the thing is going or there is actually a demon. But will the move? Okay, whatever. I'm going to move on. Like you're saying it like if you saw two people fighting, right, from a distance where you can't hear them and one of them goes for the punch first and then but your interpretation of it is that, oh, he punched first. He's the bad guy. But you don't know how the conversation is going. So I think it's more of like an interpretation on your part that you're getting from what you're visually seeing and hearing. Okay, if you're in high school, you're reading a book. (laughs) Shut up and pretend. Shut up down. So, like, you would read books and you would interpret them and you would try to find the author's reason behind doing something. It's the same thing for the director, right? He's giving these, all of these signs in these things that give you a good interpretation of what's going on. So it's like a lot of different stuff is happening in the movie that is like a metaphor or a parody to um, guilt, trauma response, and mental illness. All right, moving on. Okay, and this is the scene that you were talking about, the jump scare you didn't like, where um, Rose, she has a dream where she kills, she goes to the parking lot over work, and she has a... Oh. She, <laughs> oh, did I explain the scene where she visits the guy who says the... Okay. She visits a prisoner and who's who broke the chain, and the only way you can break the curse is by killing someone else, because in, in front a of very a no, yeah, you have to kill someone in front of someone else in, a, in your most brutal way you can possibly do. You just have to traumatize them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it has to be trauma because it spreads through trauma. Trauma and guilt. Forgot to explain that. And then she goes to their work with the intention to kill someone, and then she has a dream where she kills the manic guy in front of her boss but then but she, she doesn't back up. yeah she doesn't know it's a dream so she goes in and then starts killing him but then he starts laughing and then the other guy starts laughing and like stuff and then she wakes up back in her car again <laughs> yeah, the manic the manic guy jump scares while she's talking to the boss and then the boss calls the police 
Because he sees the knife. At this point, nothing happens of that. Um, you never hear of a boss again, because she goes to her childhood home after this. Which is way out... follow the, her. It's way out in the fucking woods. Yeah, like she goes way out in the woods, goes to this creepy-looking house. That she grew uh, up in. It looks like the house from that Wendigoon movie. The Wendigoon? The Wendigo? That was such a bad movie. It's Wendigo. But this whole part from here on reminds me so much of It. It's definitely... Inspired by it, I yeah. Think um, it is hundred percent. Well, would you like? Would you like me to explain the nuances no, of this no, let's, in great detail of no, why it's it? Because it rhymes, rhymes with tit. No, I'll I'll tell why in just a minute. But yeah, basically, okay. So she goes to the house, the house where she found her mother dead at the beginning of the movie, and then Mama. she goes uh, and she like turns off the lights, gets a lantern, and she confronts her like like a, basically like a vision of her mother where they explains kind of this is where it actually explains what happens when she was a kid that she like found her and like she didn't do anything and that's what he was talking about like the guilt and stuff where she like left her to die but um i don't know this is kind of i'm not 100 percent sure but what i remember from the beginning of the movie is rose found her mother when she was already dead right she was standing there when her mother was dead yeah i think the door opens on her mother being dead but she found rose saw her mother dead not dying right Yes. Both. Because later in the movie no, it says no. that she found her dying and didn't save her. So, I think what happened is she found her dying. She op- So she opens the door, her mom is dying, her mom asks for help, and she says no, closes the door, and walks out. I don't think she says anything, I think she just... Is, no, she says no. She's a child, and she's like scared, and she just like doesn't know what to do, so she just closes... Well, I mean, she like shakes so the So the scene in the beginning of the movie she's after not, she already finds her dead. So, she, yeah, she, so she walks out, closes the door, comes back later, and she's dead, and she realizes what she did. Come back twice. So she goes in once to find her mom dying. Her mom asks for help, she shakes her head no, closes the door, walks out. She comes back in later, opens the door, her mom is dead, she realizes what happened. Okay. Um, so that happens. Well, that doesn't happen, but she finds she has a vision of her mother, and then... In her underwear for some reason. Well, yeah, and then She's then there's a scene where... Mommy lingerie. This is where it starts to lose, like, kind of go a little bit off the rails, where her mother turns into this giant monster with, like, a big face and, like, long fingernail, like, long arms and, like, Did we lanky, ever discuss like, the part through the hallway, which looks kind of... We never discussed the part where she was in bed and they're, like, from the, the, the closet. Well, that was part of the spooky occurrences. The hallway. Which, yeah. Okay, there was a scene where there was like, a jump scare where she was in her bed and there was, like, a hallway scene and there was, like, a jump scare. That one was really good. It was oh just God. part of the spooky occurrences that we were talking about earlier. Spooky. Um, but this scene in the in the cabin. Yeah. You remember the scene in it the? chapter two? No. When Beverly was in the house and the fucking old lady with saggy tits, tits McGee comes running out <laughs> naked. Yeah, I remember that. That's what this reminded me of. This is really tall lady just comes sprinting out, creepy. Uh, I've never seen shit, a- shit after two. <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit after two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! I've never seen it, Chapter Two. So uh, her, her, the monster chases her into like the main dining room. She burns it on fire. She go, runs out of the house, goes all the way back Joel's house. Well, wait, wait, wait. Joel's so it, 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 like she burns it on fire, and it, she th- thinks it's dead. After it opens its face. No, that's but that's after. That's no, after. That's no, after. that's no, after. This is before. This is before because she goes back to Joel. Joel is the demon monster, and then she teleports back to the house. I thought that the demon monster, when she was burning it, was going to be yeah, Joel. Yeah. So. No, but it's so so she burns it, right? Oh, it's time to rain. Yeah, she burns uh, it. She, she thought burns it. Was dead. it she she goes, thought it was dead, and she drives like this long ass, like relaxing, like she's like you know, like at peace, basically, like his long ass drive back to Joel's house, into his an apartment, oh, I'm stuck. and then Joel's like, 
<laughs> and just like, yeah, he's the he's the main he's the monster. She teleports back to the house when she runs out the door. Mania. And then, um, and the house is completely. And then Joel fine. appears there, who's there to be a witness to pass it on to Joel. She runs inside. This is the scene that you were talking about where he rips his skin off and like climbs into her mouth. That was so cool. Where it had all the mouths. That's so cool. It doesn't make sense, it. but yeah. It was cool, but it was kind of it felt out of place for the movie. It felt more like a Resident yeah. Evil yeah. than like. It was so good. Because, like, the end of the movie felt like it was... It almost felt like it was from a different movie. See, yes and no. Because... Oh, I mean, I know it was the same movie. I mean... No, but, like, have you guys seen, uh... No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Have you seen Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. You've seen Cabin in the Woods? I've okay, seen no, a Cabin in the Woods Cabin before. Woods. Is that a movie? Um, there's another movie... What was it called? I think it was called Ritual. I have seen it. Nope. Yeah, so... There's all these movies. There's a. This is a very specific kind of horror genre where it starts off as like a subtle horror movie, and then it gives you this really crazy, really big demon monster that you got to fight. That's another thing I didn't like about It Chapter Two is where it turned into a giant spider monster. That was weird. Is well, that in the book? Yeah. That was kind of. It was in the book. Yeah. It was a good part of the book. It was much better in the book because he didn't. Anyway, we're not talking about it right now. Have you have more to discuss about your thing? Something about ritual movie in the Cabin in the Woods movie? Oh, basically just. It's a kind of movie where they go, they kind of flip it really fast and give you this really big monster that you gotta kill. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, I, when movies cool. do that, personally, I'm not a fan. Um, I prefer it when it leaves it more of like a spooky kind of atmosphere throughout the entire movie. Um, I think it kind of, I mean, it's not terrible. Like, it's still, it was fun, but. Okay, basically, the demon monster, like, rips off its skin, like, shows a bunch of mouths what's, what it, it actually It rips looks off, like. it's, because it's got, it's like wearing it, her mom's skin, so it rips off that skin. Whatever. Wearing it like a mask, like she said in and the it, beginning. Yeah, and it rips, it, it shows what it actually looks like, which is this, you know, big flesh monster, and then it climbs into her mouth. It, like, it, rip, yeah, it does. Kinda, it, like, rips open her, or it doesn't rip it open, she, like, it, like, pulls open her it mouth. It doesn't show her physically eat the demon. I mean, it, it, good its soup. head starts to go in. <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't show it. It shows the beginning her, but of it. But it shows like her mouth it. literally like opening up okay, like a fucking snake. Okay, the mouth snake. opening isn't eating the demon, so... It and is. Then it, but then it goes to uh, Joel trying to break down the door and then finally crashes in. Yeah, then she... She's then like... She's, she's standing behind her with like the thing over it. And like, obvious, this was very obvious what was going to happen. And, like, the movie kind of played as like, ooh, like what's going to happen? It's like, well, I know what's going to happen, but like... <laughs> yeah, so she's standing there, like, all smiling. And then smiley. she burns herself on fire. She pours gasoline on herself. And the movie ends. Therefore traumatizing somebody else. And passing on the curse. Yeah. Let me read through my notes. Which was interesting. I definitely think it's got a great sequel that they could do. But they got to do it right. Because there's also a terrible sequel that they could do. You know? It, chapter two. That was a good not as good as the first. Have you seen It Chapter 2? No, I haven't. Okay. The first one was better, sure, but It Chapter 2 was really, really good. But you also didn't read the book, so... Antoine read the books. The book. Book. Antoine had... I read the books. You only read one book? You're not a true Stephen King fan if you didn't read all the I feel like if I unlock books. this and try and open it, the car's gonna explode. There are secret It books that you find within the books, and if you're not okay, a real good. fan, you're not gonna find them. I read all, all 17 he actually does show up. Pennywise shows up and is talked about in multiple other stories. Anyway, um, any other notes? It's kind on. of the movie. This is really good. That was the synopsis of the movie, in our opinion. And then through. John Cena comes out of nowhere and RKO's this demon. <laughs> Pretty much. It's John Cena. John Cena. I saw. I always wonder what would happen. Oh, if they okay. Just Last criticism. The title sequence was dumb. I didn't like it. It was the, good. The title sequence. 
It was blinding, but it was good. It was like flashing my eyes. I'm like, bro, oh, stop that. Right. Like, I, I, I thought it was. Do you have a seizure, Antoine? I like the sounds that went with it. Do you remember? Yeah. The sound effects. Oh no, the sounds were good for everything, they but the cool. flashing I didn't like. I was like, fuck off. Man, um, there's like, what the fuck? There's so many termites on the ground. Don't let them in my car. Like, so what? I'm going back inside. There's literally like a billions of them all on the ground. And ants. So, overall, it's very spooky, good jump scares. I just think that some of the stuff in the end lost the spookiness, obviously, and then, um, it was, there wasn't, uh, there could have been a, a, a there was recipes spider? for a better mystery, I think. Michael, look at this. Is that a spider? Big ass dead spider? Yep. What's a spider? Really big spider in my air vent. That's great. Yeah, it's dead. It's dead, but it's very hairy. Like my turn bones. that one on for you. And obviously the you. sound design was very good. Yep. Um, they... Overall, the movie was well done. So yeah, I that's I stay I stick with my eight out of ten. It was well written. The characters were good. I think the actors were really good. The acting Count. was good. The characters were. Camera some work of them was were good. sort of lackluster. I feel like the characters were very realistic. They were realistic. That and, was what I liked. And we did leave leave out a bunch of details. So um, I'd say go watch the movie yourself. They, we already told them to go do that, so we're good. Yeah, go watch the movie. Uh, leave your own review of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But make sure to uh, um, mention us because we copyrighted it. Nope, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, we are actually the developers. It's actually uh, Daniel Stanley, the director, and um, Martin Freeman, the executive producer. Here. Yeah, I'm Martin Freeman. Don't don't look up the directors and the producers. You don't need to worry about it. For legal reasons, this is untrue. But yes, we are exactly the directors. Anyway, I directed your mom into my bed last night. Okay. <laughs> With that, we're gonna. I produced your dad here. into my thunder. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening again. If you did, anyone from Belgium, thank uh, you for listening. What's another? I don't know why. Do we have any Belgium other final notes? Me of like a bell. Do we have any final <laughs> notes? Dong. I just thought of like the Taco Bell bell. <laughs> Every right, time I you go to Belgium, final notes. Dong, like the Taco Bell. Thank you for bell. listening. Make sure you add the podcast, subscribe, download the episodes, Is all there a Taco that Bell fun slogan? stuff. A Taco Bell slogan. Make sure that you get updates for the. We upload weekly <laughs> on Fridays. Hi, I would like a number four with uh, refried beans. Literally just we'll as see you in the soon next you one. step in. Belgium is Taco Bell. Who's the CEO of Taco Bell? Is he the president of Belgium?